Let's jump back into it. Yeah, here we are. I will not say what episode we're on, but I think it's 10. It, yeah, it's 10. <laughs> 10. Sweet. It's good. Very cool. I was going to keep a chart down here so we can like, like X We should. Off. I was going to print it out. I should, yeah. should. Just, just get a black permanent marker and just put it like little lines on the wall. Yes. Like next to where you sit. Like it's Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Big time. Well, hey, hopefully, uh, hopefully you had a great Christmas, uh, Jared, and uh, family's doing well, and um, got to spend some time with folks you haven't seen in a while. Um, was it pretty good for you? <laughs> it was eventful. Uh, well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, was, well, good or bad. Yeah, it was. There's a lot of, a lot of things happened. A lot of transpired. You know, I won't get into it on the podcast, but you know, when you're end up like calling the sheriff at nine o'clock at night, it ends up. <laughs> it's a long night. So. Oh boy! All right. Well. Yeah. Hopefully you weren't calling it on some guy trying to go down your chimney. No, just, you know, sometimes people are like, what are you guys doing here? You know? Yeah. So. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Well, yeah. I had a pretty good holiday. wasn't too bad at all. Um, family came over to our house this year, so that was pretty nice. But uh, definitely ready to get back to her today. Back to back to the shop and uh, excited to record our, our 10th episode of our podcast. And here we are. Yeah. It's been fun. It's a weird, you know, we kind of started at the end of the year. Right. It's been a really good, like good response. Had a lot of really cool people on. And it's kind of like, you know, when we kind of started hanging out for the first time was in the fall. So it kind of, it's always, we always start new things in the fall. It feels like, right. You know, and it makes sense because you're a busy season for fall line really starts heating up. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it's been a lot of fun. Like you said too, having good guests coming on here and um, you know, it's kind of cool that we're able to look at some of the numbers as far as people that are listening and tuning in and you know, I have gotten some feedback I've shared with you in the past and everything has been pretty good. And, you know, obviously our goal is to always improve and to talk about things that people are interested in hearing. And, um, I think we talk a lot about business, but I think that's just obviously something that's a passion of you know, yours and mine. And then of course, uh, I think there's a lot of people out there too. There's been a lot of people who have entered into the entrepreneurship since the pandemic. I know that for a fact, people sure. aren't, you know, a lot of people aren't going to the office. I don't know with your job or you guys, Say back. March, I think, is when they're going to give us another update. Okay. You know, maybe when we're back or I think we'll probably be back in March. Okay. Yeah. But then, you know, we were kind of talking about that before the cast. And there's so many businesses right now that are like, you have to, you have to update. You have to, as the times change, stay relevant in time, you know, and I think that's one thing the pandemic did, you know, we've been in a pandemic now for two years, roughly. Right. That you sure. really have to find a way to adapt and survive through that and be able to like rise those challenges. And so your old anticipations of saying, Hey, oh, we did it this way really need to be challenged. And I think that's one thing I always think about with business as well. When you're working in a business and sometimes I hear this a lot it's like, well, this is what we've always done it. So we have to keep doing it. That sometimes like scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Cause it's like, if that, if that permeates all the way to the top or something like that, then it means like, where do you go right. when something happens? Like adaption should be one of the things that you do as a business owner so well, mm -hmm. right? Well, I think it, I got to believe, I, I don't, I got to believe it gets more, more and more complicated the bigger corporation you are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I'll just use an example and I don't, you know, there's probably some folks that are listening to, to the podcast that maybe work for this uh, organization, but like one of the bigger companies here in Stevens Point built a brand new building 
down there by the freeway, down by the, off the corner division, you know. Yep. And I don't, I think that was, I think people actually worked out of there for what, maybe six months max before all this transpired. And it's been pretty much vacant since it's been around. I think that's been up for a while. I mean, it's been up for, well, like what? Three, at least since I started working at Skyward. Three years? Yeah. So probably about a year. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, that makes sense, because then I've been at Skyward, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, we're, you know, so we're talking about that new Century building, basically. That's yeah. Kitty Corner from their their HQ. Beautiful, beautiful building. Parking structure. Uh, we went by there last night. You know, they got the they got it decorated for the holiday. I mean, it's just a super, I mean, for, right. for our community, that's a super nice place for folks to work. And they've had to super, seriously pivot during this whole thing and not have people working out of there. Right. You know, so I, yeah, I think it's just got to be, obviously the bigger the corporation, the more it's probably harder to. Right. Logistically it becomes yeah. way more harder or way more harder. It becomes way harder, you know? And I, I think I completely agree with that, but you know, you have to find that balance, right? Sure. We're kind of talking about that and like always talking about that falling outfitters, right? It's how does the new challenges or something like that meet, right? You know, right. if somebody comes in and says, hey, I was looking for, uh, you know, a, this type of tent, you know, it's like, you know, you think about that and like, is this something that we carry or want to carry or what, you know, obviously somebody came in looking for it and you're right. like, that was an opportunity. You know, we probably talk about an opportunity for a sale or this was an opportunity to make it like a connection or something like that. Right. So even though when somebody came in, they were looking for a headlamp and they didn't get one, did you still leave them with this like impression that like, these are people that know what they're doing, talking about and like mm-hmm. being like, Hey, we just don't have one today. Right. And you're willing to come back in. Right. But how often do you run into a place and they're like, look around, you look around. Hey, do you have one of these? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's at the other end of the store. Hike over the other end of the store. And you're like, oh, I'm looking for this other, you know, this, this woozle, right? And I'm like, hey, where's this woozle? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's at the other end of the store. And you're like, come on. <laughs> you know, and, and I agree that we're bigger the organization, but I think if you ever read Howard Schultz's book on Starbucks, he kind of talks about that when he kind of like took back over control. He was like, we're, we were just like spinning out of control on like kind of what made us great. Right. It's a very like self indulgent book. You yeah. know, he's, he's got a lot to say about himself. So it's I mean, good for him. But, you know, he kind of, it, it's interesting. The first, I say the first half of the book is really good. Because it talks about how he he came back in and kind of like redefined and they shut down for a whole day and they retrained their whole staff and being like how to pull a good cup of coffee. So when you're talking about spinning out of control, what, is, what is, I mean, obviously you're not going to regurgitate the whole book to us, but like as far as like were they growing too fast and they really shouldn't have, like what, what do you mean by when they were yeah. essentially spinning out of control? It's so interesting to me. For Starbucks, and don't quote me on this, it's been a, like, I read it like a year and a half ago, but he was... They were, they were like a weird company where they were growing like quarter after quarter after quarter, like significant, like I think it was double digit growth. Like That's crazy. Yeah. Just hand over fist cash. And they found out like they're, I think they were they're having a decline in that. And that's an interesting thing to be into. It's like you get really used to that double digit growth. Like, right. You know, at maybe, some point it's got a plateau, <laughs> at right? At some point it's got a plateau. It's got a plateau. But that's just not sometimes I think the economy we think we live in. But, um, you know, just trying to do that. And I think he was like, you know, and, and I'm, I mean, props to them seeing like some writing on the wall and being like taking a really introspective look and being like, Hey, these are the principles that we founded. Um, and then, and then kind of did made some corrective changes, right. you know, and, and they would, and I think what you do in that point, you keep trying to figure out how to do it. So you had a lot of bloat sometimes, you know, they implemented sandwiches through that time and they found out like the sandwiches like burned the type of cheese they use would burn and like would smell like more instead of like coffee, like a coffee shop, but smell like just burnt cheese in the store. Ah, okay. So stuff like that, you know, and realizing that like 
oh, we probably, the foundation of our business that we started with didn't translate to all these changes. Sure, these may have made changes in the short time, but, and so they kind of like, you know, stopped, stopped a whole day of business. I mean, you could argue that a day of business isn't enough to learn, but at least you're like, yeah, it's like a pause, basically. Yeah. And say, hey, let's take let's take a look at things. You're you're, you're drawing a line line in the sand, right. and I think that I think is really interesting because how often you're like, we're gonna pause this this whole day. You know, yeah. we're gonna just go back to the basics, teach you how to how to do your job, and that way, like you're executing. You know. Well, I you know I we're gonna talk I. I could ask so many questions just based off of what you just said there. And we're going to talk about all sorts of different things. I know one of the things we talked about earlier was we're going to talk about goals because we're yep. going into 20, 2022. So when this gets released, this particular podcast, number 10, this is going to be out the week after yep. the first. So we're in the 2022. So we're going to talk about goals. But uh, yeah, that's interesting too, because like, like getting back to Starbucks, right? Right. So let's just stay on this track for a little while. Cause this is, I think people find this super interesting. I know, I know I do as well, but like Starbucks like popping up everywhere. Yep. Right. And then it seemed, and this was a few years ago. And then it seemed like it kind of slowed down a little bit, right? You had the one leak. I'll just use the one, the ones here in Stevens point. You had the one in division. Then you have the one down in Plover Whiting area in that little shopping complex that those two have been, been there for a while. Yep. And then you had the market. Um, which is off of uh, Maine or Highway 10 now, yep. Market, which has the Starbucks inside of there. Mm-hmm. And then now you've got another new one going down in Plover. I didn't know that. Yep. You got a brand new one out in Wapaka. Yep, I knew that. And then you got another one that's built out in Wisconsin Rapids because Amy works out that way. Yeah. And my in-laws live out there. So we we went down to... So the weird thing is, here's the weird thing though. So you so you, now you've all of a sudden, within the last year or so, after not having maybe the expansion that they had, now they've had this growth within the market, within central Wisconsin. The weird thing to me is like Wisconsin Rapids, because we used to live out in that area, they had a Starbucks and then they got rid of it. Right. It closed down, right? And then you had a couple of local coffee companies. You had like one mainstay coffee company in, in that town uh, that was, you know, yeah, people would go there quite a bit. Then you had a spinoff of that that's now there. Then you had Dunkin' Donuts going to, to Rapids. And now you've got Starbucks building a brand new one back in the Rapids again. So it's weird because it's almost like when they had their old location, there's a point to this. So when they had their original location there on the main drag, you would have thought that that would have been sustainable because there was really only two shows in town. You had another little coffee shop downtown, but it wasn't in the same location. And then obviously that proven to be incorrect because it closed down. Now, I don't know why it closed down. I have no idea. But now you have the footprint of the coffee shops in that area have grown and now they're reintroducing a new shop there. So it just makes, I got to believe as and again, I'm a, obviously in a minute comparison, mm-hmm. but you know, if you look at like opening in another store, there has to be a, a bunch of research that people are doing I hope, yeah. into this, right. To make right. sure that it's a viable option that they're not going to have another failure. But now correct me if I'm wrong, you know, you're really big into the coffee scene. Starbucks is a, um, franchise, correct or no? I actually don't know off the top of my head. I don't think they are. I don't think there's individual locations. Okay. I think they, like, I don't think there's an opportunity to like, I can own a, a Starbucks. Okay. Didn't know that. I don't believe so. Like, I think like Culver's are, you know, that's a franchise, I believe. Sure. Yep. But I don't think Starbucks has the ability to do that. Um. So they have to be doing the market analysis to figure out that these right new locations with an X amount of square miles can, it's going to be able to service and people are going to, you know, people are going to, um, 
come through there and buy the coffee. And I mean, I, I, obviously every, every Starbucks that you, you mostly see, there's always a line in the drive through. I get it. Like, yeah, but it's just, to me, it seems like, well, I mean, I think it's like anything location, 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 right? You might think the downtown is the banging place to be right. And for some places I'm sure it is like the mom and pop places, you know, um, like shops and around here. Yeah. Because you're going downtown. It's like, it's kind of like an adventure. But I don't think you're, if you're a big retail chain, you're not driving a bunch of your money off of that. You're driving off people who might be or, doing something like corresponding at Walmart or Lowe's or Kohl's. Transient, transient type people. Yeah, exactly. And what I mean by that is transient meaning Moving. more traffic. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep, I got you. And I mean, that's the reason why you don't find a Walmart not by the interstate. Right. Walmart made a concerted effort to put their locations right off the interstate. Why is that? semi-trucks right it's a lot harder to drive your goods down downtown stevens point wisconsin right and then you know unload it and make money on that you can get it a lot cheaper right because it's just boom 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 unloading sure. trucks sure yeah I, I just find that i you know i you know how how much i'm into to business and just the research and the questions I have and all, and right. I, you know, I'm not necessarily bringing this up because I figured you had the answer. I mean, obviously right. I know yeah. that you're really big into the coffee scene, but like to me, it just, if, if it didn't, if it didn't work once before and then to, and to pivot, to bring it back and we're talking about rapids location to bring that back now, several years later, when now there's an influx of coffee, mm-hmm. you know, are more people living in that area? I, I don't know the answer to some of these questions, of course, but obviously somebody did the research and said, by bringing this franchise back, or not, excuse me, not a franchise, but bringing this yeah. coffee shop back, we know that we can compete with all these little smaller ones. We can compete with the Dunkin' Donuts. You know? Um, it's fascinating. It really is. Because now, here, like even on Division Street now, you've got a Dunkin' Donuts. Have you noticed they opened the Dunkin' Donuts in the I old think Hardee's? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a Dunkin' Donuts, Baskin Robbins combo there. Okay. Then you've got Starbucks just not even a block down the street. Right? So now, but. And those have like weirdly loyal fan bases, right? That's I true. Mean, That's like a good Starbucks point. Starbucks is a huge fan base. Right. You know? It's a good point. I mean, good for them. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. It's just, it, I just find that stuff so interesting. It's the game inside the game. It right? really is. The, you it know? really is, yeah. So it's, it's really interesting how that, how that varies because, you know, you might not see it, but obviously they do, right? right. And, and I'm sure like to some degree it's like, it's like rolling a dice to some degree because mm-hmm. it's like, well make a capital investment here. This is a write off and we'll keep moving even if it doesn't become successful. But I also have to believe that they have found a way to make lower the cost per unit oh, yeah. to get it so good right. that, you know, it's a whole different ball game now right. than it was even four years ago, right. five years ago. Well, and <clears throat> yeah. And maybe there's somebody that's listening that maybe knows more about yeah. um, Starbucks than we do, but what I would say is I've actually had this conversation. So kind of changing a little bit of course, but kind of the same topic is, you know, like having uh, multiple locations, right? Right. You got to be, it's almost like a franchisee where you, you have to build like your model has to be so crisp and clean and clear. John was actually talking about this. We're going to, John was on the last podcast that we'll be putting out here pretty soon, but he was talking about that where you build one store or you build one location and you model that location. And once you're, once it's running to peak performance, right. Where you have the right people in place, you have the right products, you have the systems are the correct, you know, systems are in place where everything's running efficiently at that time. Then if you are interested in moving into building another location, 
that can model and you can run it the same way as the first location or the original location. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just find that super interesting because there's so much, there's so many different moving parts behind that to replicate something. And you're right. I mean, like Starbucks and there's you know quite a few big companies, right. That have figured out to a T their cost. Well, that's the number one thing, right? How can they get their costs down? Right. But how they figure out how to replicate the same look. So most stores you go into more Starbucks, I'm, we're just staying, saying Starbucks, most Starbucks you go into, their lighting is always kind of a little bit dimmer. They have a certain way that their stores are set up, that cafe-style mm-hmm. place where, you know, they got Wi-Fi where you see students or people sitting there, you know. Mm-hmm. God, we even had Starbucks when we were over in Kuwait. Before, really? Yeah, there were Starbucks over there too, little tiny Starbucks huts. And those Starbucks that were in Kuwait in the middle of the freaking desert looked the same as they do here in Stevens Point. Really? That's crazy. Same, like you felt like you were back in the States when you'd walk in this little Starbucks. Yeah. And there was a line out the door, of course, there too. Uh, but it's just, to me, it's very interesting how that's, that whole process. Now, for some people, it may be like, they don't even think about it, right? Whatever, just go and get a cup of coffee at Starbucks. But for me, from a business standpoint, I think it's super interesting of like how they, like how that started and how they were able to create that same model with every store and the look because that's their brand. Right. I think it's even more interesting from like the logistical standpoint. You're a company who now ships all across the globe the same product. Like, so upscaling that. Like, I'm sure once you get it done, but like, as I think about it, like new business adventures and things that I'm trying to do, you know, trying to be consistent. How do you like, how do you upscale it? And how do you like, how do you know what that growth is going to be? How do you know that next year that same thing is going to come? How do you know? That's just, just like baffles me, right? Or how do you know that like you're producing the same thing in quantity? like man that I still don't have an answer for that and I'm sure like like anything you know two years down the road if I like if if whatever I'm trying to do ever gets off the road it's going to be like oh yeah that was super easy why was I even worried about that and then it's like duh but you were in the moment you're like but you have but you have to I think you have to think like that right I mean we talked about that with clothing you know first year you're down on strongs you don't have a huge space I mean it was good size and you made it work but you filled it and then you're like oh next year I'm going to go bigger you know so much of it is just like learning as you go. And those, it's so funny because I think some of the stuff that we talk about goals and stuff like this soon, but that stuff that I, like I was, Oh, this was a goal for mine. Or this is a big stress of this new year that I need to figure out that that's some of that stuff of the the easiest stuff you clean, like you sail through. Right. And that unanticipated problem that comes up, like who the heck knew that was going to suck all of my time. And it did. Right. 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 We say that every time we do a house project, it's like, Oh, this Oh, how long do you think this is going to take? Oh, let me just estimate. Okay, doing pulling this carpet up. Oh, that'll be so fast. It'll be like three hours. And then like we'll paint. And that'll be like four hours. And then you like rip up the carpet and there's like glue everywhere. And you're like. You didn't anticipate it. Right. You yeah. just, you, you don't anticipate it. And then right. it sucks that time. And then you're like, oh, ripping up the carpet was the easy part. And I knew it was going to be, but still then this unanticipated problem. Right. That's what dominates the conversation. Totally. Totally. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um. And I think you're right, though. I think, you know, like when you plan for things, you, 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 it's easier said than done, but you got to plan to realize that there's things that are going to come about where you didn't anticipate that was going to be an issue. And all of a sudden, boom, here it is. Right. Type of thing. But it's hard to do that, you know, obviously. I don't know. I don't know. Very interesting. Interesting to me. It's maybe to others, we're rambling, but I think to, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, we talked, what did we talk for like 30 minutes prior before we even came on? Before, and we're like, yeah. Hey, we really should be recording this. Sure. I, I find it very interesting, but yeah, I, I've always, you know, like I said, I've, 
I've always tried to support, we talked about this too prior to the podcast. I've always tried to support the little the little guy. I call it the little guy, but like the small business, right? right? Over a franchise uh, or, a, um, you know, Starbucks has got good coffee. I mean, I've drank Starbucks coffee from time to time too, so I'm not picking on Starbucks. But I've, I've tried to stay away from that kind of company and tried to more support like the one-offs or right. smaller companies because I know that that's a, that can be a struggle for them. Um, but they really have it locked in. Those bigger companies, they figured it out. Right. They really have figured it out. And I don't know too many times of when I've gone into one of those places where it's the same in every location, where you get it doesn't feel much different than the last one. Right. At that point, then it really becomes the employee. But that's the niche thing I think that they're going for. And I think a lot of businesses at scale go for is that rec- rec- being replicable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, you did good. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you did good. I was like, oh, words. Anyways, uh, it's... And, and we were, when we're traveling, it's, what do you look for? Like, I would love to do with a mom and pop shop, but like, first of all, like I said, the mom and pop shops, like when I'm, we're driving, like going to Colorado, they're not, you know, going through, you might be going through like North Carolina or, you know, North Carolina. you were going through like Iowa, right? You're, you're not, I'm not going to drive to downtown, some city, like small town in Iowa. Cause I don't know what right. I'm getting. If they open, is it going to be good? Yeah. Good point. Yep. But sure. Starbucks, you know, is going to be somewhat accessible. And then that idea, that same thing, it's replicable. I want that same thing just because I know that like I'm, I'm driving, I need that Great consistency point. to keep going. Big time. Yeah. And, I, and that's what they do. And that's, you know, we talk about this so much in business. You need to know what role you're filling. And in that way, you're filling the role of it's clean, it's consistent, it's friendly. Uh, it's the same thing time after time. Yeah. So you're giving that same person was from Wisconsin, the same experience in Iowa that they got when they were in their hometown of Stevens Point going to that same store. It's the same experience. Right. You, you, it's, like, uh, it's like going home, right? But even though you're in the state of Iowa, you're walking into that place. It's comfortable to you. It's the same atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you know, know the menu. You know the menu. You know what, what, the, what the product is going to taste like. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I bet there's, <laughs> there's probably people listening going, yeah, no doubt, guys. Like, hey. But to me, I find it interesting because they had to figure out a way to get to that point. Right. You know, if somebody, everybody had to start somewhere. That's where, to me, and like we talk about reading books about business and different things, that's where I get really interested in. Like, how did this come to, uh, to conception? Right. Like, how did they start to start this to get to this point? Right. You know, and how many years did it take to them? You know, how many years did it get, take for them to get to that point? That to me is also, I like to, you know, learn and understand how that works as well, too. I mean, maybe if I had a regular nine to five job, and I don't mean that saying that yeah bad at all i'm just saying like i obviously wouldn't maybe look into some of these things that i do compared considering that i own a business but i just like i said with entrepreneurial people getting into owning their own business rising which has been a study it definitely has sure. rise from the beginning of the pandemic from early 2000 or 2020 excuse me till now i think you have a lot of people that are wondering a lot of these questions they're one you know I, like we, I've talked about before, I have a lot of people that always come up to me and say, how did you start this? Or how did you do this? Or how did you get to this point? And I try to tell them as much as I can within reason, of course. Right. Um, but I, I'm no different. Like I want to know some of the tricks and the trades and the secrets and how did some of these companies build on these things? Now, we know for a fact, obviously, there's two main factors when it comes to anything. Number one is you need capital. And we talked about this, I'm sure, in the past too. Yep. Anybody who says, well, I'm just going to work super hard and I'm going to achieve that goal. Well, that would say that's number two of the equation. <laughs> number two is the hardware, hard work, but you need capital. Right. It makes things so much easier, depending on what your industry is, to get to make some advancements. Right. 
And then without capital, I mean, I'm just, it sounds terrible to say that, but you, you just need it. Yeah. You got to make, you know, there's those people who can make, I mean, nothing out of something, you know, I mean, something out of nothing. It's like, well, you know, what was like, what was that in scale? Right. You know? Right. Well, it's no different. Like we talked about this, like in episode one or two, we talk about the trades. So a guy, I'm just going to use an example. So a guy opens up a, uh, he's a plumber. Well, that guy still has to go out and get the tools. There's a small investment doing that as well. Yes, his business is revolving around his knowledge and his talent mm-hmm. that he either acquired or learned, right? Um, but he's got to also have a vest- an investment in the vehicle he drives to the different customers, the tools that he's going to need, oh. the parts it's going to take. Yeah, now some of that gets charged onto the customer. So if they're coming to fix your toilet and they need a part, they're going to charge you that part. Right. I get that. But there, no matter what, I guess my point is no matter what you do and what you go into, there is some kind of capital that you need to invest. No different than like with your business. Yep. Look at all the camera equipment that you have and the microphones and the lighting. I mean, like when you, when you come, yeah, when you come to the shop to do recordings and I'm sure like not just when at fall line, I know you do some video work with John and you do some other things. Yeah. You're traveling. I mean, like you need, you're bringing a lot of stuff that you had to invest in yeah. to make your business work. Yeah. It's crazy. And then you can always, you have to maintain that. You always have to like keep on the cutting edge or thinking about things that, you know, what can you do to better or like, you know, yeah, it is, it is nuts. It is absolutely nuts. Can it be done? Absolutely. Oh my God. People are doing it all, all the time, but it's just, I think sometimes people have to have to be aware that it's a long-term investment that you've got to be committed to it. And one thing, you know, I keep bringing John up, but I will say that I resonate with the fact that like he says, like the two year golden rule mark, right? We're two years. And I do agree with him wholeheartedly on this. Like the first two years you're in business, you're running on adrenaline and motivation and you're excited and you, you're doing everything in your power to make this thing work and you're putting in the long hours, but then it gets to a certain point. Maybe it's not two years. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's three years. Right. Where it's like you hit a wall and now you got to figure it out. And what, I mean, let's just, I think that's our last thing we talk before we jump into the main subject, but I think, I think there's something to be said about that. Right. And I, th- I think if I were to say, why would that happen? Is that two years where like the new stuff kind of goes away? And then you're kind of like, oh, it's business as usual. And it's like, I got into this to do something fun and different every day. But we know owning a business, it ain't always new and fun every day. You think, you think like you're on an, oh man, it's going to be great. I'm on my own schedule. I'm going to do my own thing. It's all this stuff. But like to keep getting business, it's consistency. Oh, yeah. It's being reliable. Gosh, like that is crazy. Right. right. You know, I mean, I was thinking about that when you were talking about that. A vehicle, a little different now than the pandemic, but like how many times before like when yesteryear that you would have to say you know they'd be like do you have a reliable vehicle to get to your job and you'd be like oh yes i do you know be like oh that's great you know because that there was no working remote you had to you had to show up right so i i think to kind of think about that and i spent a lot of time thinking about that two-year mark since we last podcasted and and i think it makes sense to some degree that and there's just other things happen two years you could welcome a whole new family member in two years and that whole priority list changes. And it's like, Hey, I can't be putting hundred hours into this business anymore. I have to be putting, you know, 60 hours and you know, that extra, that other 40 hours into my family because right. that, my family needs it. And now 60 hours, like the business doesn't float anymore at 60 hours. What right. really made the business float was 70 hours. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, or John used the example too, with that, uh, with his, uh, uh, bullet point competition online. Yeah. Right. So before that, everybody's able to meet. They're doing these competitions. Pandemic hits, boom. Now people are staying inside. 
Yep. They're not getting together. We're not doing these things. A drastic, drastic cutoff. Where unfortunately we've lost businesses. There's been a lot of. I don't. I don't say this lightly. There's been a lot of good things that have come out of the pandemic. There's been obviously a lot of horrible things as well. Oh as we God, all yeah. we all know. Yep, yep. Um, but we did. We lost a lot of uh, small businesses to the pandemic that relied heavily on people coming to either their restaurant or mm-hmm. the list goes on, right? The yeah. list goes on. Um, so there, I, I agree. There's multiple facets. I, it, you know, whether it's two more, you know, I don't know if two, the two years is a statistic. That's why, or whatever. I mean, it's obviously gonna be different for every business, but that's a, that's something really to think about. That's something I agree with you. That's something that's very interesting. And it makes you think like, why would some of that be, I think again, a lot of it's different industries and what business you're in, but I can see that. Yeah. I really can. I think maybe that's something we can explore as we have more people do business on here. Right. You know, like Jordan kind of said something similar, like that two year mark is kind of like, he did say that now that so, you say that. So it's just weird. I just like, you know what I mean? I'm a big believer in you. Enough things happen. It's not a coincidence. There's gotta be some, cause I mean, that's what I, we look for. Right. We look for patterns. Right. So pattern recognition, especially in business should be something that you're, do, you're performing. You're looking at what are they doing? What are people doing? How can I emulate or what do I want to do to separate myself from this pattern to stand out. Right. Well, I say that I said this before in leadership when we talk about leadership. And again, we we're kind of like a pinball. You and I, we kind of bounce all over the place, but no different than business. In my opinion, you learn a lot of really good things. Like I'm, again, I'm very transparent. I, I, you know, like I, I told you that today I ordered a book from LL Bean, the history of LL Bean. That was cool. Right. So it tells you the whole history of like how they started LL Bean, how they transitioned, how like the, the great grandson or the grandson, I, I haven't read it yet, so I, maybe I'm off a little bit, but how he had to like literally convince the original owner that we have to pivot a little bit here and there with the times mm-hmm. to be relevant and the outfitting side of things to continue on to make a profit to keep this company floating. To me, that's that's very interesting. But what I would say is that I'm really, really big and not only looking at other small businesses in the area and other small businesses outside of the area, how they operate, whether it's in the outdoor industry like I'm in or not, um, big corporations like an LL Bean, a Shields, uh, REI, you know, all those different bigger companies that have figured it out mm-hmm. to an extent to have multiple locations and that seem to be relevant within the outdoor, for me at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always looking into how those companies are run. I'd be lying to you if I told you that I don't, when I have the opportunity to go inside these stores of these other companies, I go in there and I analyze how they have displays set up, how they have things going on, how they're, what kind of products do they have? What products do they have that I don't have? Do I have some of the same products that they have? I analyze the crap out of that stuff. I'm constantly doing my homework to figure out. And one could say, well, geez, you're the size of a closet compared to some of these. True. But I got goals and aspirations. Yeah. And I got to figure out maybe even if this is all I fall line is, how can I get better? How can I improve the process? How can I bring in things that people want? But constantly you're moving. I always say we're always moving forward, trying to move the football forward or advance the football to, you know, to better times. Mm -hmm. But the point, the moral of that before we go into the thing is that you can learn things from business, really good businesses and how they operate. But just like leadership, in my opinion, you can also learn from businesses that maybe aren't doing the right things and aren't, aren't maybe flourishing because of whatever the factor may be. So I look into that stuff too. Yeah, you have to. I think kind of like we know, we all know some people who are very entrenched in what they believe. They're like, yep, this is, this is, this is me. This is what I believe. But I think sometimes like being in business, a lot of that means is like 
you're constantly ex- like reassessing your opinions. You're constantly like thinking, did I do that right? How could I do this better? You're updating your ideas. You know, somebody comes in with a challenging belief. Do you, are you like, oh, wow, that was a crazy idea. We were talking about that today with the website. You know, there's always things to improve and there's always right. like, okay, do we look at it from this perspective? Do we look at it this from perspective? Well, now the, the pandemic happened. Did we, did we prepare in this way? Did we not, you know, if you're not challenging those, those beliefs and expectations and stuff like that, it's tough. I, and it's, and it's just something about yourself. And I think that's kind of what I want to say is like you being willing to do that. It, that's huge being humble in your beliefs. Well, I'm obsessive though. Well, and I don't, and I don't, I, I think don't, most I, people are who own business. I, I really am. I mean, I'm up, I'm obsessive to the fact of like, I get a high off of, like I just told you, like researching, reading, oh, yeah. figuring all this out. What's the best thing? What's the latest and greatest out there? Reading magazines, like constantly, constantly trying to figure this out. Right. To me, and I don't want to use the word it's a game because it's certainly not a game. I have a lot more on the line than a game. Sure. But to me, because I'm so passionate, I'm obsessive about trying to better the process, better right. what we provide for customers. And um, I think it's a good segue into, into, into goals. But I, I, you know, I just, like I said, I think that's like, when we talk about two year mark, like I know I've had days literally where I'm like, oh, it's just a rough day today. Today's just rough. Yeah. And sometimes I can't even answer why it's a rough day. Oh, for sure. But it's a rough day, whether maybe we didn't have the greatest sales for the day or I wasn't able to close the deal and bring in products. I, I don't know. There's a multiple list. I would tell you that there's been obviously way more better days than down days. Right. But so everybody's going to have those in business, but I yet have, and I'll knock on wood here. I have yet to hit that, that wall of not being excited and not being obsessive about trying to get better Mm -hmm. to this yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot about just, I kind of liken it to working out. Right. You know, that's that sucks. This is really going to suck. But then sometimes you got to like, push through it right you know and yeah. then you're like yep see the gains you see the goals whether that be the people that you go to the gym for the same people you work around that kind of excite you whether that just be like hey this isn't in, i'm intrinsically motivated something's got to do it right because it's so easy to just stay in bed yeah i mean we, you know we talk about you know being motivated right i mean figuring out how to stay motivated that's a hard that's a hard thing to do you know i don't care who you are you know um i as you and i both talked about, you know, we listen to a lot of different podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, I listen to a lot of veteran business podcasts, guys that have been very successful. You, you also listen to veteran business podcasts as, yeah. as well and others. Yep. And, um, you know, a lot of the conversation they talk about all the time is like the motivation to keep, to keep on a certain level, to figure that out, the motivation, you know, it's not easy to me, you know, I used to always say in the army, sometimes it's good to have false motivation than to have no motivation at all. <laughs> It is what it is, right? I mean, like, yeah. if you're like, oh, I'm happy to be here, yeah. but you're really not. Yeah. <laughs> At least you sound like you are, you know, like. Um, yeah, that come from the camp world. We call that fake it till you make it. Yeah, well, hey, whatever, right? Yeah, it's funny <laughs> that, like, cross, cross platforms. Yeah, cross platforms. But, yeah, I just, um, I don't know. Like, I think, like you, like we talk about, I think that's the motivation and the drive. And, and you know, and I'm, again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that every day is awesome and wonderful and I'm right. motivated every day, but. Every day I will get through it. I'll figure out a way. I just have to figure it out. Yeah. I, I always used to say all the time early in business, and I think this holds true today, like I will not fail. I can do a lot of things. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm maybe going to bring things in the store that sit there on the shelf and don't make me any, does, doesn't make me any money or the business any money, but I will, I will not give up. I, I have no option other than to 
six seed. Six seed. Yep. I like it. That's, I love it. Like, that's what I think a lot too. Like, that's what I, I have to reframe that a lot, you know, in my head and be like, oh man, today, like Christmas was sucky. And you're like, well, we'll get through it, you know. Right. We'll get through it. Well, what other option do you have? Right. The, no, the, exactly. the, the day, the time, you know, you always say it's very, you know, time never stops. You know what I'm saying? There's, you can stop a lot of things. You can't stop time. Right. So the, the 26th of December will come. Let's, let's get through the 25th. If you know, unfortunately didn't have a good 25th, but, <laughs> and the 26th will be here and here we are now. What is already the 27th? So my point is, is that, you know, every day they used to always, I don't know if you used to say, did you say this slay the day? Uh-uh. Oh, so I've heard that before quite a few times. Let's slay the day, which is kind of true. Like get yeah. up in the morning, let's reset. Let's figure out how we're going to tackle today. And we'll get through it, you know. And that's obviously easier said than done. For so, you know, I feel for folks that have a lot of things going on in their life. Um, yeah. What else do you? I, I guess I've always just looked at it like I mean, it's more more the army mentality in me, where it's like, what other choice do I have but to push through this? Yep. So. I completely agree. But I think that's a good. I've been thinking about that with goals. So like that's kind of what I was thinking about when we were talking about what do you want to do for the podcast today? Right. A lot of it is how I'm starting to shape my mentality. You know, kind of like I was talking about buying organic food. It's not something I wake up New Year's Day and been like, all right, uh, I want to lose uh, 300 pounds. You know, you're like, you know, you could throw an arbitrary goal out there. Right. But I guarantee you, or maybe I shouldn't guarantee because I, I shouldn't speak in absolutes. But there's a higher propensity probably for you to fail. If you haven't like sown those thoughts and intentional with those thoughts and like try to come up with a goal set or something you want to do. And I, I think it's even bigger than goals. I think what I've been thinking about is how, how I want businesses to grow or how I want my relationships to grow with my friends and, and family members and those kind of things. And, and that just that intention. Right. And I'm trying to really get it specific because I, I'm not a big like goal person. You know, you'd be like in high school, like, Hey, what's your goal for Spanish class? And I'd be like to get an A. Like that's literally my goal. Right. And if I don't get an A or for someone says I want to pass. Right. You know, but like, <laughs> that's so basic. Right. And like, what is that? It's like, well, and, and you don't know. It's like, what are those things that you, you don't know? Like if you don't know what you want to work on, how do you set that heckin' goal? But if you listen to podcasts or you read and stuff like that, and you're like, Oh, that seems interesting. I want to relate that into my life. How do I build goals around that? So let me, let me ask you, let me, so every podcast, I always throw something at you and, uh, I always make you kind of guess, but I'm unprepared. Let's go. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but let me. So if I if if you had to tell somebody that was not a goal oriented person, right? They didn't just really give much thought to it. They've just never really been a goal setter, so to speak. What advice would you give to them to try to, in your opinion, to try the goal up goal approach? What would you say? Is that a tough one? No, I think I, first thing that popped in my head was I'm a big guy in reframing. Okay. So when you have a hard day, yep. you're like, man, today sucked or something like that. Or like, this is like, I can't get over this. I can't figure this out. Reframe it. Like how does approaching it from a different perspective change the way you look at that? And it's like, oh, well, shipping went up. Uh, okay. What can we do instead of shipping? Or how can we reinvent what we're doing to make it more, you know, applicable or, you know, you know, maybe coffee isn't selling as well as we want it to. What can we do? Okay, maybe we bundle it with a mug or something like that to make it to sell better. You sure. Know, you know, how do you restructure things to make what you thought was a weakness into an opportunity for strength? So, okay, so that's on the business side. So what would you say if somebody was struggling in their personal life? 
Yeah. I mean, I think the same thing. So reframe it. So instead of saying, Hey, what are the goals? Cause I said, you know, it's like a hot button topic, right? Oh, what's your goals? It's like, oh, that seems like really lofty. Okay. Well, let's say what, what do you, what do you want at the end of this year? What expectations do you have for yourself? I think if you say like expectations, yeah, that's good. That's totally different. Goals seems like I need to set, maybe it's because just the culture I was raised in, but it's like this thing that I want to achieve that I don't know. But if I say it's an expectation, well, the expectation may be to, um, I expected myself to read, like one of my goals is like to read a lot more. I want my, not to, I don't have this goal to read a hundred books or maybe, and I haven't really flushed that out yet. I haven't finished that thought, but I have an expectation for myself to read a lot more because when I'm reading, I'm having such a better time in life. I'm creating so many more connections with people than just being like going home and watching Netflix every night. Right. Like, what do I say? Hey, did you watch that new episode of the Witcher? It's almost like mindless right. stuff. Yeah. And I mean, there's I know nothing people against are, that. Yeah, I know people yeah. enjoy it, right? But yeah. No, and I'm a huge fan. Like, trust me, I'll, I'll power through as much Netflix as the next guy. But, like, it's, I have an expectation for myself because, like, we were talking about with your brother, mm-hmm. like, or even Adam, like, when I'm doing things that feel like maybe not be easy, it might not be easy to turn that book on or open that page. But at the end of it, I feel so much like there's like an elation inside of me. Right. And, and the same way, like, you know, some people get the gym high, right? And right. I'm trying to, you know, hit the gym a lot more. You know, it's that, how do you, what expectations do you set for yourself that you want to do it? Because it's, it's, it's intrinsic where right. I think sometimes goals feels like you want to like shout them out to the world. Yeah. Big time. So, well, and I, I guess from my point of point of perspective too, when it comes to like goal setting too, like for people in personal life, so I'm, this is business aside, right? We're not talking about business here for a second, but I think a lot of times people have to believe in themselves first. Yeah. I think that's the number one thing. I know we're, again, here we are, we're kind of talking about different things, but like it resonates a little bit with me. Like I, I've had people a lot of times, like in the military, I've, I've, you're kind of like at times you're like a counselor to people. Yeah. And, and even outside of the military, there's been times where people have asked me their opinion on, you know, what do you think about this job or what do you think about this? Or, you know, I'm kind of down on my luck right now. You know, what's, what's a way you think that I can kind of help myself better myself, you right. know? And I think it all, I think it's easy to say, but I really think it all, it all starts with like yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have some belief in yourself that if you're in a dark place or if you're, life situation is not what you want it to be, that you can figure out a way to get yourself out of it and realize that only you can do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's nice to have somebody, a friend or a family member or somebody that's going to give you a break or, or going to cut you a break or is going to help you out with a certain, certain, uh, certain circumstance to get you through that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it, it, re- it relies back on you, the person, to get yourself out of a bad situation or to mm-hmm. ascertain a goal or to get a better job that gets more money or, you know, just all different facets of life. Yeah. You know, and I know that you and I aren't counselors, but I think a lot of it, you know, we're passionate about business, but I think a lot of it relies back on just having some self-confidence that it's, it takes you to make that change with whatever thing you have going on in life mm-hmm. first. Yeah. And then, and then you go from, then you go from there. I know it's kind of deep to say, you know, to talk like that, but sometimes people just don't have the confidence in themselves that they can't do it themselves. Yeah. And I, and I think they can, you know? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I think you're, it, it, there's so many, so many books written about, or just experiences, movies, all this stuff of like us as humans are capable of crazy things. All of these things that you'd never expect. And sometimes, you know, you need to be in that environment to do it. And, you know, you need to be in the fire or, but then you, you know, you have to be healthy, right? You know, I'm not saying like you're in the fire and just like 
not sleeping, not eating right. You know, there's all these things you have to do, but like those environments breed certain types of people. Sure. Right. And I think kind of what you're talking about reminds me like what book we talked about, like the Jocko Willink ownership. And a lot of that times is, yeah, you have to be confident, but it's also, you have to realize that like no one's coming out, like no one's going to, you know, kick your butt better than you. You know, no one's going to be like, Hey, I need to take ownership of the situation. And then I need to rise above it because like at the end of the day, like I have a, I have a really crappy job. You could say something like that, but if you don't own, like, you know, getting your resume, getting your cover letter out there and putting your foot in the sand and saying, you know what? Yeah, that one's on me. I, I tried this. It just didn't work out as well as I wanted it to, you know, I'm still working for him, giving my best effort, but I want to change. Now I need to be the, I need to be the catalyst for change in my own life. And right. that's that ownership. Right. Like no one's going to be like, I mean, I sure there is probably tons of examples. We could probably get blasted and be like, uh, I'm on uh, LinkedIn and the recruiter came and found me. Awesome. That's, that's sweet. Right. But you took the ability to go and put that LinkedIn portal out right. there. Well, you know, like I always, we said this all the time though too, and it goes hand in hand with what you're saying. It's going to take hard work no matter what it is. Yeah. 100%. I think that's the hard part for people to realize. Like I've been guilty of this too, where, I get lazy at times where I just like, I don't want to do this. Right. Like I just, I figure out a way or I talk myself out of doing something because I know it's going to be hard to do. Right. But ultimately at the end of the day, like you have to be the one also that's going to talk yourself into the fact that you have to go through and do it. And it's going to be hard. Anything in life that's worthwhile. I tell you this to the kids all the time, anything in life. And I probably said this on the podcast, anything in life that's worth it is going to take hard work to, to, to obtain it. Mm -hmm. You want to have a good relationship with your spouse it's going to take hard work. Mm -hmm. You want to do good, be good in business. It's going to take hard work. You want to be a good parent. It's going to take hard work, so on and so forth. I mean, I think that can, that's, that can be applied to a lot of different things in life. And I think, and again, I just admit it, I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes people aren't willing to put the work and effort into it. And then they find themselves in a bad situation or a, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then only them can figure out how to get themselves out of it yeah. at times. Mm -hmm. Hey, completely. So, yeah. So I, but for goal, goals, <laughs> but goals, for goals, everybody. yeah, goals. Yeah. But you know, but for goal stuff too, like I, I am a goal, very or goal. I know you are. Person. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I think, but I think again, you know, like I always revert back to like, if I had anybody that served with me in the military, like oh, this, this guy, he's something else, but <laughs> I'm joking when I say it, hopefully you guys think I'm, it was halfway decent. But my point is, is like, I think that's a lot of military side of me. Like I can remember going through training and going through different schooling and everything like that in the, military ranks and it helped me to have goals like okay if i'm on a three three week course mm -hmm. my goal is to get through this because some of these courses were super tough but i always felt like it was me it set me up for more success if i had goals to to try to achieve than to just be like okay i just want to get through this right i, I just want to pass yeah. well okay that's fine but what's the goal is there is it a class percentage is it do you want to be graduate number one in the class do you want to be in the top five right do you you know like what are these different things and i just think like that's just how it's always been um ingrained in me for 20 some years was to put a goal in front of yourself and meet those gates to get to that goal right and now that's kind of how i led myself with business is that i have to be very you know goal orientated where I write down goals as they do you write them yes you, so every goal down for sure so for okay. 2022 i'm gonna sit down here very, very soon. I'm going to write down what my short-term goals are, my mid goals. So, yep. and then my long-term goals. So we're almost looking at like a one year, one year, two year, four to five year goal plan. Right. And try to ascertain those goals based off of things that I've written down. And again, you talked about it earlier. Things are going to change. 
you know, things could change a year from now. Things that we didn't know were going to transpire. Right. Didn't know that there was going to be glue under the carpeting. So now we got to go out and we got to figure out how we're going to get the glue off the hardwood before we sand it down or whatever the case may be. Right. right. But I just, for me personally, it's always worked. It's, you know, have I always achieved all the goals? No, of course not. I've, I've achieved somewhat of what that goal was intended to be. But that to me is always just kind of kept me on track and kept me on pace. And a lot of times, and I love it when people tell me this, it can't be done. Right. Oh, tell me that. Cause I, yeah. I ask for people to say that to me. Cause then I'm, then I go into like, I'm going to show you mode type of thing. Yeah. Um, but that's just how it, it's always worked for me. How do you, how do you deal with goals? Like, do you feel, I, I, I struggle with this a lot. Like I'm so like I talked about entrenched in my ideas. Sometimes I'm so entrenched with like the progress I want to make that when I don't hit that progress mark, I just like, it's a huge letdown. Like, ah, man, I struggle with that a lot where I'm like, man, I, I wanted to have this project done. And then you're in like day 56 of a one day project and you're just like, well, but I think it has to be realistic too. This is brutal. That's just it though. I think it has to be realistic. I'm not mm-hmm. saying not to set lofty goals. Oh, for sure. And I have, I mean, trust me, there's been a lot of things that I've done business wise and whatever else that I've set lofty goals. And I've been very fortunate because I do feel very strongly in the fact that if I work hard and I'm willing to put in the time and energy and effort into something and to create forge relationships with people, bring good people on board with the team to help me to achieve those goals they are ascertainable. They're, they're attainable goals. Right. But they're still lofty. Sure. But you still, but at the same time though, too, I say that and I don't want to make it sound like I'm some crazy dude who, you know, whatever. But my point is, is that you like, they have to be relatively like, achievable. Like, set them lofty, but you know, you know kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But make them so they're relatively achievable too because you're right. If you get to that point where, because there's been times where I maybe have been a little bit short of that goal but I've achieved a hell of a lot between there right. and this goal that I wanted to send or, you know, today I wanted to achieve. I still can look back and be pretty damn proud of all the hard work and everything that I did to get pretty close to that goal. Right. Instead of being like, well, what did I expect? I didn't do crap. I didn't do anything. Right. And I had this goal and right. Yeah. I worked a little bit on it here and there. And yeah, I spent a couple extra hours here and there, but they didn't even get anywhere close to what I wanted to achieve. Well, I, again, it falls back on who? Me. Yeah. I also think like know yourself in some ways, right? I know I'm such like an all or nothing, nothing person that when I'm doing goal setting sometimes, if I don't like, oh, like, man, I like, I don't, I don't get that elation sometimes until I finish the project. So like, sometimes it's like, you know, like, are you excited about this project? And you're like, or like this excite, you know, people say, are you excited about this? Are you excited about graduating? It's like, uh, no, it's still two weeks away. Like I'll be excited right. when it's the day of graduation, mm-hmm. you know? And so sometimes I know myself, like I need to, I can sprint really hard for a long, like for a good period of time. But then like, sometimes I know that like when I start to get into the long game, my strategy has to pivot. Right. Right. And the same, like I have some of the best advice I was given was like, you know, when you're doing stuff like chores or whatever, you know, like you write all that stuff down. That's what you want to do. And then start with the small stuff, right? Get those small things done. At least that day, you're not feeling it. Feel a sense of accomplishment. Yep. And then boom, you can start steamrolling that. Right. Same thing, kind of like goal setting. Like I think a huge thing, I'm a huge believer in writing stuff down, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm also a huge believer when we kind of cheap into like some of the goals that I'm setting. I'm a big believer in like talking about them. So to me, like I would, we sat down for, we did a lot more until the like summer game, but like sat down every month and we wrote all of our goals down and right. being like, okay, evaluating. Okay. Did this work? Did this not work? What do we need to change? And stuff like that. And yeah. I, I, that was huge, you know, and then you're creating those personal relationships with your significant other or people around you. Right. And you're re-communicating expectations. And I think, 
doing that is super important. Yeah. Especially well, and, if you're a goal-oriented person. Well, big time. And I think where things have changed for me is that I would say when I first started this journey with the, I'm speaking business now, it was me sitting down writing a lot of these goals. And I'd, sh- I'd share it with Amy, you know, like, hey, this is what I want to do. And she was always supportive. But I think even sometimes it was like, well, those were pretty lofty. And I'd be like, well, I know, but I'm going to hit them. Right. Right. And now we, I've gotten to the point where when I sit down and write those goals, I'm sitting down with folks like you. I'm sitting down with the marketing lady. I'm sitting down with people that are on my team right. that I've cr- helped create. And now we're talking about what goals do we all have for the, for this, for the good of the group, right? It's not just Craig now sitting down and writing these goals. And this is business, yeah. not personal. Hey, I get it. Right. You know, we, you and I sit down and say, all right, what's the goal for doing some marketing, some videos, some, you know, how are we going right. to lifestyle stuff, whatever the case may be, coffee stuff. What's the goal for 2022? What's the goal for 23 and beyond? Right. Or we all collectively sit down. Maybe there's three or four of us that sit down. And as a team, we come up with our goals. We set it, we set goals. And again, they have to be lofty, but a- ascertainable goals too. Mm-hmm. Cause if you make them too far out there. And like you said earlier, like if you don't hit some of the small things, some of those gates to get to those goals, Right. I think people get awfully deflated, awfully easy. That's uh, so that's to me kind of talking about like what I do differently. Knowing myself, I break because I'm an all or nothing person. I break those things down into smaller pieces. Sure. I want to accomplish, you know, I, the end goal is to put the pottery studio in the basement. Right. Okay. If I, once the pottery studio is in the basement or like we did the floors upstairs, restating those floors, like, oh my God, I would never have expected that I wanted to beat my head against the wall harder than when I redid those floors just because everything, everything that possibly could go wrong does it did go wrong. Right. But if I would have known those steps, I would have probably been a lot more. I could anticipate how to like plan my energy out sure, and plan those disappointments. So now working in the basement, it's like, okay, it's paint, then pull the carpet up, then scrape the, you know, and then it's like, okay, well then we're going to add another box. So don't, don't like leave that carpet. Like don't leave the box, like pull the carpet up and then, like, don't check it until like the glue's up and you're like, well, I can't check it off because the glue's not pulled up. No, add another box, right. say scrape the floor. Right. And then after, oh, and then you found the floor doesn't need to scrape. Maybe you need to put floor adhesive stripper, add adhesive stripper, you know, write that three times, like keep checking the boxes off. You as a person owe it to yourself to set those realistic goals and break those down. So you are not like deflated when you don't like, you're just keep holding this, I haven't done anything with the carpet. And it's like, no, the carpet's been out for weeks. But like, there's addendum nine. Yeah, addendum nine CB is now, you know, that that's nonsense. Right. Like, put the new goal in there. Right. No, I, yeah. Adapt. That's good stuff. Yeah. So that's just my thought. Right. No, I, yeah. I, again, you know, it doesn't, not, one, one size does not fit all. I get that. You know, people that in the audience that could be listening to us, they, you know, they obviously may have different ways that they, they tackle, maybe they wouldn't call them goals, but they would tackle right. different things that priorities that they have. A lot of people call them priorities. Uh, you know, I just, but that's the beauty of like, like we talk about like long form content, like this podcast is like, we're hoping that, you know, having these conversations, like I am a verbal processor. So for me, right. I'm having like sometimes like thoughts in real time and I'm like, this is great because I'm like educating myself, but there are people, you know, we have this community now we engage with that we can keep talking about goals and hopefully like I learned from somebody else, you know, like I'm listening to somebody else's podcast and I'm like, okay, let me restructure that. And I can find value in it. And I'm hoping like when we'd have these like little tirade talks. Right. Um, oh, it's totally helped me. Podca- yeah. You know, I, I don't, I think, you know, I know podcasts are kind of all the rage, but I, I would tell you that 
literally what you just said as far as what transpires with you when you listen to some of these things, I do the same thing. I take little bits and pieces of some of these podcasts that I listen to, and I kind of try to incorporate some of those things into my life. Yeah. And uh, sometimes what it does more than anything is when I'm having a down day or I'm at the gym and I'm like, oh, man, like you said earlier, like, I don't know, it sucks, man. Like, I, I just don't feel like being here today. I plug in, listen to one of those, listen to some motivating type material that's going on. A lot of it's business related, but again, that's a passion. And it kind of puts me back into perspective yep. and it keeps me back on that path. And I'm good now. I'm good for a couple of days. Exactly. And then I, I kind of go through that cycle again. Yep. Um, so I, I agree with you. I mean, like, and we've talked about it too, and it's not for everybody, but what I would say is like, I feel like if I'm going to work out and listen to a podcast, now I'm getting two things done, right? I'm mm-hmm. doing work on my physical and mental health. As far as I'm concerned, working out is good for mental health too. But now I'm also educating myself on something else. And sometimes the podcast, they just, they go into a tirade, maybe like we are, go into a tirade about, you know, random things. And maybe it has nothing applicable to what's going on in my life at the time, whatever the case may be. But I still seem to kind of pull different things out of that podcast and try to, if more, if anything, motivate me for the day, Mm -hmm. right? Motivate me to get something done for the day, whatever the case may be. So I I think like food, what you consume audio or visually like has a huge impact in you. I have found that like when I was at my fitness prime, like sure I was going to CrossFit and stuff like that, but like I was also listening to like the CrossFit podcast. Right. And I was like religiously looking for new things like, all this stuff because it's just like, and it was, it was about business too. And it was like fascinating and like all these things and talking about like, you know, more than just like, you know, cause you think like how many things of fitness can you listen to? But there's like, you know, there's worlds of businesses and there's thousands of things you could talk about and you get a good host like that. It makes half the battle. Right. But when you're doing that, I was motivated to keep running and doing those things. Not because like the podcast motivated me to like work out. I don't think that was it at all. I think it was because I was in that mental space and I was consuming that, that I was just like, I want to do that because like, you know, like I like even listen to Joe Rogan, like he, he talks about like, you know, eating healthy and working out and stuff like that. And I think passively consuming that stuff, you know, can play you, you, you start to like maybe work out more. You think about working out because you're like, you're dwelling in a place where that's talked about. You think about it more. Right. And if you can think about it more, you'll actively active, you'll actively, pursue those things have you ever hit a wall with listening to stuff like that? oh though? my god Where it's yeah. like i just need to get away from this for a while yeah 100 percent. so i rotate a lot so i'll do podcasts audiobooks youtube music so those four things get rotated okay so right now um i feel like i'm a little burned on books even though i just started one today um you know i'll read like two books and i'll be like oh, like that's it um and it kind of like burned the podcast realm so it kind of hits music today like that was pretty much all i listened to was music even though i listened to some books and then, you know, once YouTube kind of like fills back up of like good videos to watch, I'll like, you know, zoom through all those things and then I'll be back on the books. Sure. So, but okay. it's definitely an intention. It's definitely like, I need to look for it. Right. Same way. Like I need to go and ask sometimes, Hey, what's a good book to read? How often do people like, Hey, you want you go read this book? I mean, maybe I do that, but you know, because I think people find value in those things. Do you, do you find yourself, is there, has there been times like, like, uh, let's just use tonight example. we we'll get done recording the podcast. Like. Do you, has there been times where you say to yourself, like, all right, tonight I'm not turning the television on. We're going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to go read a book, whether it's an actual, you know, hard back covered book or whatever, or I'm going to go listen to, I'm just going to plug in, put some headphones in 
or earbuds and I'm going to go, I'm going to do some things, but I'm going to listen to a podcast. Like, do you, do you say to yourself, like, do you plan to get yourself away from like checking, I, you know, Instagram, Facebook, watching television? Do you do that on purpose where you say to yourself, like tonight, I'm just going to, I'm going to read a book or I'm going to listen to this podcast. I'm not going to turn the television on. Do you do that? Any of those kind of th- things once in a while? I think I do, but I go through cycles, right? I think I go like where I, you know, I'm like, nope, this is where fitness and we're going to do meal prep tonight and, you know, we can do that. And then there's no like, but somehow like TV has like definitely per- like prevailed as one of those like, oh, this is a, this is like, this it's is like a mindless thing. It's yeah. like a mindless thing. But then, you know, and I definitely, and that has kind of like gone up significantly, especially with the pandemic. Um, And I think it was more than just the pandemic, probably. I think that's an unfair judgment, but more of just like house stuff where it's just like, I've been engaged, like stripping paint for 10 hours. Like I'm sick of it. Like I need something mindless. I need, yep, exactly. Because I'm like going to burst. But it's so much harder to put that line in the sand and be like, no, we're going to go do X, Y, and Z thing. And then to do it with an earnest heart, right? You know, and just be like, well, I'm not doing it because I, you know, you can start out that way. But like long term to be successful, you need to like be like, yeah, I found value in this. So what I would tell you is I have found like we've kind of been really intentional with it um, for probably about the about three weeks, four weeks, you know, reading podcasts, doing a lot more reading podcasts, um, listening to podcasts and doing books and stuff like that into the point where we're like, wow, like our, like our energy and sometimes just like our level of communication, like it's always something we're working on, but like has improved drastically right? because I think, you know, we're not just con- consuming crap and just like being like, well, it's 1030 time to go to bed. You know, that was, right. that was good. We'll do it again tomorrow. Right. You know, there's so much out there in the world that you need to engage with. And if you don't, I think, it's just like eating junk food, right? You're, you're, you can rot your brain. No, I agree. I think, I think that's a goal for mine for 2022 is to maybe not turn the television on. You know, I'm always, I'm, a, I'm horrible at it. Amy always say every time we turn the television on, you got football on. Well, yeah, sometimes, it can, you know, if it's the yeah. Packer game, I, I will be watching very intently, like a lot of Wisconsinites. I'll just, I'll watch very intently. I enjoy that, especially if number 12 is not back with us next year. I figured I better watch him pretty hardcore this year. Yeah. Hopefully he is. But anyways, but like, like Monday night football's on tonight. I don't really give two hoots who's playing tonight, but I'll get home. Kind of the same thing, right? Long day starts at five o'clock in the morning. I'll just want to sit on the couch or lay on the couch and have the, basically had the football game on as a background. And then I'll be scroll, scrolling through social media, looking at different brands and seeing what's going on and all yeah. those kinds of things. Yep. Is it good? No, I don't think it's good. I, I think at times you need to put those devices down Turn the television off. Play some, I like to play jazz. Play a little jazz. Talk. Have I a conversation. Oh yeah, I'm a big jazz guy. Jazz. Oh, I love. I don't know what it is, man. I, I like jazz since I was a kid. Well, you heard it here first. Craig loves jazz. Oh, that's right. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I just I never would have picked you. No, as a jazz I do. Guy. I really. I do. thought I would have picked you as like a gun smoke western guy. You know. Ah, you know, I. I was digging like the Christmas music. I would. I was playing Christmas music pretty consistent like the last week, knowing that it was going to be over with. I know you're kidding. But now, like, Gross. I turn the country music, like, so I listen to, like, the country music stations, sure. like, driving around today. And it's, like, it's the same songs that they played a year ago. Like, that's the only thing with country music to me. 
and I'm picking on country music a little bit. It's, it's definitely like, more it's repetitive than most genres. Songs that you hear all the time. So that's why I listen to a lot of podcasts because it's always a little bit different here and there. Um, but you know, I you know, like if I'm like having a stressful day, I'll turn on classical music. Yeah. Or I'll turn on jazz. Yep. I think you know a lot of it reverts back to when I was a kid because I can remember when my parents and uh, my aunt and uncle they would get together. Uh, my uncle, who is still with us, he was a big uh, jazz guy. Mm-hmm. So we go, we'd go over to their house for like a Friday night fish fry, and then they go over. They, back in the day, people used to get there, get together, believe it or not, and play cards. I love cards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't hear a lot of that anymore. People don't get together and play cards. Well, people aren't supposed to get together really right now. But my point is, is like. That was a big thing back when I was a kid. My parents had such good friends and they would get together and they would have a few beers, of course, or some drinks, but they would sit there and they'd play cards or they'd play Trivial Pursuit or whatever. Anyways, where I'm going with this is that I can remember being going over there and he would always have jazz on when I was very little. Yeah. And I just, for some reason, I feel like every time I play that music, it brings me back to when I was a kid. Yeah. And it calms me down. It makes me calm. It, you know, makes me kind of just de-stress a little bit for the day. So like there'll be many a times where we'll have uh, dinner as a family and I'll throw jazz on the radio in the background just to kind of play, yeah. but that but that's that works for me. I agree, I, but I think that's I think that music works for a lot of people, and then right. it's a placeholder, right? I I'm a huge yeah I'm I'm guilty of the football, I'm guilty of the music, like I'm like hundred <laughs> percent. If we're like doing something, I need to like, and I think it's because like I need even if the music's on, it keeps my brain like. Oh yeah, like it's kind of busy over there. Even if like we're having the most like riveting conversation, I just sometimes right. just need I need that dual channel. Well, and some people are the complete opposite. Yes, they can't like if you're talking to me right now, you need to turn that off. Yep, I'm I know one well. I can't stand having something on in the background of you and I are having a conversation because it's very distracting to those people. Yes, but for people like you and I, I totally agree with you. I could have a football game on, or I could have jazz playing, or I, whatever music I could have whatever playing in the background. And I could, you and I could sit here and have With a very, an acceptable level, right? Well, an acceptable level. But you and I could be having a great conversation, and that could be going in the background. That completely, to me, is satisfying. Yeah. I don't need to be dead quiet. Yeah, I agree. But then there's, like, my parents who, like, it's, like, the TV's at 90, and you're, like, and they're, like, trying to have a conversation with you. And then it's not just one TV. It'll be, like, multiple rooms, their TVs. And I'm just, like, this is literally crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing this? Yeah. It's, like, super stressful. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, okay, so all of that the TV, like what do you, do you have a goal in mind or are you just like, Hey, less TV. Yeah. I think less TV, you know, there's, there's times, you know, I, I pull late days. Um, tonight's another late day, but we, I pull late days where we'll have dinner later. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, is like, you know, my daughter, she's, she's at school or she's home now for break, but she'll, she'll be at school. So it's been just the three of us. And the kind of the cool thing is, is like, you know, we're having dinner like at six thirty seven o'clock at night. And then we'll sit in the, you know, we'll sit in the kitchen at the island and have dinner and then we'll carry on conversation. And the next thing you know, it's like eight o'clock, eight fifteen. Well, at that point, it doesn't pay to go turn the television on. Yeah. But we just had this great conversation. We talked about what went on for the day. How are things going at school? What's going on? We'll talk a little bit about business. One thing we've learned is that you, with business wise, at least we kind of don't touch a little, we don't really at night. Yeah. Cause it gets me all going. If we start talking about business, then I start, you know, the old dwarf and start cranking and then I want to, you know, Yeah. Yep. so we try to stay away from the business side of things. So it's more personal conversation, but so, so, so those are some of the greatest nights where yeah. we just have those conversations and I, I will probably have some kind of music in the background going and in the other room. So it's not distracting, Yep. but that television never gets turned on. I think those are the goals for 2022 for me is to do more of that. I don't necessarily recommend having dinner at six thirty, seven o'clock, seven thirty at night. I don't think I don't recommend we're, that. We're, we're very frequent at nine. 
you know. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Oh, yep, like time to eat. Yep. But when I you, think yeah, your time to do anything else. <laughs> but, well, yeah. And there's a lot of people that have that. Yeah. A lot of people that live super it's busy very lives. Very European. So that's what I tell myself. <laughs> well, then you're good. I know. Do you have a glass of vino with, with uh, that? That's, I do. Okay. Well, then you're very European. That's right. Um, but no, I just think those are, those are things that, you know, we got to, we got to get away from. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's similar to my goal is I really want to be investing in myself via like podcasts and books, especially books. Um, I definitely just decided to like at least do two uh, a month, I think, you know, whether that, and I, I want to really focus on, you know, I download some fantasy books, you know, like I read Dune this year and those kind of things, you know, like, like oh, the movie's coming out, better read the book quick. Sure. But I want to, I want to be reading books that like I can have a dialogue with people or podcasts where I can have a dialogue with people or podcasts where I've learned something. Um, you know, I, th- I just find so much value in that. And I just, even if it's an uncomfortable topic, just the ability to you to face that and to think about it and to hear someone else's perspective. And I just, I just, that there's no better time spent than that. And I think the more I do that, you know, the more consistency I'll do it. Like Emily and I talked about doing it, you know, doing a physical copy, but then also doing like, okay, you know, we, we have an audible account and it's like, okay, well maybe instead of how do you read a book, the same book on an audible account? Okay. Maybe we'll like this week we'll like read one chapter you know, listen to a chapter and then like, you know, you, I'll read it. I'm going to go read it. And then you can read the next chapter or something like that, you know, and just because then you create those intentional times where you're like, you're sitting at home, you don't have to talk about business. You're talking about the book you read. You have to be intentional with what you're talking about too, because if you're not like you happen to have people where you have a wife and a son who, you know, those you've been ingrained in each other's lives for so long but, you know, if it was just you and Amy, you might not have as much stuff to talk about, right? So you have to come a time to invent those things to talk about. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you'd be fine. But, you know, <laughs> I find myself like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, what happened at work? Well, nothing changed. Right. <laughs> like, same old, same old. Right. What else besides that? It's like, well, I don't know. I spent nine hours there today. Yeah. Ask me another question. Well, right? and yeah, and I think a lot of that reverts back to because you're like, I just dealt with this for nine hours. I don't want to regurgitate it up. Right. I, I find myself a lot... I especially when I was still working for, uh, for the army, I can remember it. I, I'd come home and she would always be like, Oh, how was your day today? And I'd be like, it was all right. Yeah, exactly. And that was it. And it wasn't intentional. Like I wasn't intentionally just trying to, you know, not to tell her. I just, I just really didn't want to regurgitate what transpired for the day. And not right. that it was a, maybe a bad day. I just, I'm you just home. lived it. I'm you home, right. I'm home now. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. What's, how was your day? What's going on? Right. Cause you know, as you know, I'm, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of communication, how important that is with so many different things in life. But right. that is obviously communication is, is and can be <laughs> the number one reason for things going really well or things going really bad. Right. Depending on what you're in, what you're, what you're doing. So, so that's, yeah. So that's one of my goals. Another one of my goals is to kind of get back into that. Like we bought calendars from target, you know, just and like wrote them down, you know, we had one for each business. We had one for the house kind of like doing that and getting back into that routine. That's good. I found value in that. That's really know, good. Just, and a just great idea. making sure you're splitting it out, you know, like, cause how many times can you put everything on one sheet of paper? And like, Whoa. Right. So I had that differentiation of labor between the different sheets of paper. Um, so hoping doing some more of that. And yeah, I think that's like a couple of the personal goals. I mean, obviously kind of, I, I reinvested in a lot of people this year. So just, you know, always like, so just keeping that going. Um, so those are kind of my personal goals. I can think of off the top of my head. It's good. That's good stuff. I think 
I think the big thing, like I said, for me is to, to continue to try to figure out ways to uh, bring up more conversation and communication with people around me that I love, opposed to, like I said, sitting down watching television. Once in a while is fine, but mindless stuff where the communication, I think, is being more, it's more important. Putting the phone down, having a conversation, to me, that's more important. Making that person that I'm talking with feel important because I'm interested in what they have to say or what yep. how their day was, whatever the case is. I'm not always I'm not always great at doing that. Mm-hmm. I need to get better at doing that. And I think I think probably the biggest thing that I've constantly tried to tell myself is just how can I and it sounds cheesy, maybe it sounds really cheesy to people, but how can I continue to be a better person mm-hmm. in everything that I do? Mm-hmm. How can I be a better person? I, I I've I've never I I've, I've not always been a great person. Um think all of us at one point or time in our life have done things that wish we could have maybe done handled situation a little bit differently if we could do it over again but that's it is what it is now it's time to move forward and figure out how I can continue to just to be a better person overall and I think more than anything is like be a better person when like maybe it's just you mm-hmm. like no one's watching like how can you yeah that's what it really constant, matters right yeah how can you constantly continue to improve your life when it's just you that integrity um, piece, right? Yep, the integrity, and then also just like, you know, like there's just so many different things that I, I just want to continue to get better and yeah, better at, and I think those are some goals. Those are definitely short-term goals, but I think like we talked about earlier, I think having long-term goals doesn't stop when you get to a certain point. Well, you know, hey, yeah, I think I'm a better person now. Right. I'm done. I mean, that's two other goals I have is like fitness. I guess I didn't say those, like fitness and like budgets, right. like you know, I want to get back in the gym. I want to be consistent. I want to like be doing it. I want to like put that foot in the ground again and make that progress back of sure. some things I lost, you know, and I can do it because I've done it before. Well, and you know what the benefits are of some of those things. Yes. Huge. Right. Huge. Especially like the fitness part of it. Yeah. How many benefits that you can get out of that? It's easier said than done. Yeah. Again, it I, sucks. You know, people that are listening to this that maybe aren't into fitness are like whatever, but I will tell you, and I, you know, yeah. per- personally, and you know, you've experienced it. There are so many different benefits, especially as we get older. Yeah. How those can really play a positive role in your life. Right. And then the other one, like finances, like we've already started like sitting down doing budgets, kind of that whole thing, like doesn't just start January 1st. Like, I think I can encourage you. So like, if that's your goal, maybe like, Hey, I don't start at January 1st unless you're going to like, you know, go for it. But like, maybe it's even better to say, Hey, February 1st, I'm going to start this because I had time to like sit down with the people around me, create a team, like create a plan with my team. And now I can execute then being like putting up a half butt plan and then being like, why didn't it, why did it fail? And then being like super down on yourself. Like, no, like we've been working on the budgets and we like, we're continuously run numbers. And then it's that discipline piece because God knows that's the hard piece. Yeah, yeah, like for sure. Like that is sucks. Like, no, it's not well, fun. Especially not to when do, we like totally. Yeah. Well, and especially because of the society that we live in. Right. And you, you said it multiple times that instant self gratification. We live in a time where it's very easy to pull a piece of plastic out of your wallet when you talk about finances mm-hmm. and you just get what you want right now. Yeah. It's sort of like how it used to be back in the day, like probably when like our parents and grandparents were like, oh no, we're going to save the money before I go out and get that. Yeah. Uh, but you're talking about like a pair of jeans and some shoes. It doesn't matter. I don't have the money. If I don't have the money for it, I'm not buying it. Yeah. That's, and that's Emily. Like, so I'm very much in like the revolving line of credit. Like I don't pay interest, but realizing that like future, future money you make is going to be worth, you know, and like, okay, well I get this and I can stay within this budget because this is due here and this is the future income that I'll have in the next, you know, like, so I play this whole like meta game, right? And I'm like, okay, move this around and, and it works. Like it's worked, but I wouldn't say it's worked in the term of like, 
being like, I'm very strict and I'm going to make money into my savings, right? Because I'm like, oh, I'm always like balancing the credit card when I should be balancing the savings account. Right. Sure. So, and she's very much like, hey, you know, like I don't have the dollars. I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, that just that like blows my mind. But, you know, like in, in ways that like I've worked for everything I've, I have, right. You know, I've found a way to make it work. Right. So me, I'm like, I'm betting on myself always. And, and sometimes that's dangerous because I'm like, I've always betting myself. And you're like. Someday, you know, and, and I always like get myself out of it, but like there could be a time where I don't. Right. Right. But it's hard. It's totally hard because I have always lived into the believing that life is short. Yes. Yep. And I've uh, had, I've, 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 I've had experiences in my life where I know how short life can be. And I think there's part of me that pulls, there's parts that pull me that say, well, you want something to, you know, if, it, if you have the money for it, just go get it. Or if you got to use a credit card and you, but you can pay it off just go get it right now for self gratification. And I find myself changing a little bit of that. Now, maybe Amy would disagree with me when she listens to this, but <laughs> I, worry, I do. Yeah. I think I don't disagree with me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. but I, I see myself as, especially as I get older, like, yes, life is short, but at what expense, you know, is what expenses are you really putting down when you want to, you know, if you want to have, I'm just using an example, but if you want to have a life of lavish things, does that really bring you happiness? Right. Or does the conversation around the kitchen island at night at 7.30 after a meal mean more right. than driving the nicest car? Exactly. Or having the nicest house or having all these different things? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, and the people that you missed out on the great conversation that you should have had, but you were able to drive around in a really cool car... Doesn't matter. It doesn't add up to anything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, yeah. again, it sounds very oh, hallmarkish. No, no, it sounds very hallmarkish. But I think there's a lot of truth behind that. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, we've talked with this before. You're making money. You're trading your time for money. So if you're gonna do that and go buy a car, then you're obviously trading something else off, right? right. You, it's a transactional society, right? And it always will be. Never, nothing's ever gonna change about that. It's a great way of saying that. Tran so, I never heard of that before. Yeah, transactional society. That's <laughs> that seriously sums it up. Yeah. So, you know, then that transaction, that money you have, like it's caught up in somewhere else and that's someone else's books now, you know, instead of, you know, transactioning with your family. Right. So, uh, but I think in, in that whole perspective of like, there's one person who does it one way and there's one person who does it another way. I have found that because we've been open, we've talked about it, we've had communication, you know, there could, there's probably families out there that that's right or wrong, but like do it differently. Right. You know, some one person handles all the finances and they don't really talk. And it's like, we're doing fine and we're doing bad. It's like, what does that mean? So we've made a really earnest effort of trying to get the other person involved and being like, okay, you know, and then also me pivoting in some ways, me realizing that, that, you know, the way I'm doing it isn't sustainable for other things. And so I've learned a lot about myself and like, you know, Emily's probably learned a lot. And so we've, through this dialogue, it hasn't been easy. It's taken a lot of time, right? Sure. Probably years to get to the point where we're at now. And... But like, I think at the end of the day, like, because we did that, we had those hard conversations, we invested in each other. Like, hopefully we're going to be able to this year, like do something we never thought we'd be able to do, like create a savings goal. Like that's insane. And, and you know, a lot of it is also business goals. Like I, some of this money is tied to business and it's like, okay, if I want to start in the next venture, we need to have the capital. Uh -huh. So yeah. like, how do we do that? Right. You know, you can't just be like, I'm going to go out and spend $20,000 and let's see when I mortgage the farm. Right, and, you're back to and you that. can you can do it. Well, then, but then you're back to what we just got done talking about two minutes ago. As far as you know, you're right back to you know, like 
I don't know. It's that, what did you say? What was that perfect word you said? The trans transactional society. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah. because that's what the majority of people do. It's, it's the honest to God truth. Statistically people, what they say the statistic is, is like the average American or American family has like 30 to $40,000 credit card debt. Oh yeah. So, okay. Well it's, it's the, yeah. It, I was just figuring out how to get us back to zero last night. I like, I kid you not. Like, it's the day after Christmas, and I'm like, how the hell are we going to do this? And I'm like, okay, you know, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. And, you know, I'm trying to put a heater in the garage. And I'm like, I'm going this whole saga. And then I'm like, oh, man, I'm, you know, running all the, the piping into it. And I want to get the heater, and I'm going to get that going. And then, on a, you know, being adapting to things, what happens? The stupid garage door spring breaks. And I have to like update it. And then that's another like $300. Well, there goes the budget to put the heater in. It's like, well, that's because the budget is so razor thin that there's no way to do it. I could just be like, well, I'll pay it off later. But then, you know, trying to be better. <laughs> I guess that's the, that's the theme of it. Trying to, yeah. trying to figure out where the weaknesses are and make it better. So that's, those are kind of my personal goals. And then those kind of transition into my business goals of like, I don't know what the next thing is entirely, but I know that. To do it, it either takes space, time, and money. Well, I probably have the time. Debatable, I have the space, and I definitely don't have the money. <laughs> so, like, you put that on a cauldron, and you're going to get a drink that probably doesn't taste too good. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. So, well, heck, we have uh, been rattling for yeah. some time. I think it's all good stuff, and hopefully, like you, we we always say, you know, hopefully people are able to pull some stuff out of this. And again, the conversation is what Jared and I obviously have opinions on, but we hope it incites some thoughts and some conversations that you may have on some of these very same topics, especially when it comes to goal setting, or maybe you're not a goal setter, but you're, you know, you're, you're really big into, uh, mm -hmm. you know, figuring out things that you want to accomplish in the future. And that was kind of the premises of the whole conversation today when we talk about business and goals, you know, goals and yeah, it's personal uh, relationships and just all sorts of different things. Time of the year for new year's resolutions. So yeah. I guess to encourage just some thoughts that we've had is just like, you know, write those suckers down. Right. Yep. I think tell people, you know, break them down. Like don't, you don't have to like have three of them. You can increment into heart, like easy, middle, hard. Right. And then you can also like, you can adapt and be like, it's okay to break things up as they come up and redo those lists, throw those old lists away, make new lists, adapt. Like you can do it. But part of it is don't kill yourself. Like being like, I have to fit in this one box, adapt, right. Right. overcome. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the only person that's going to get it done is you. Right. So look yourself in the mirror and say, either this is going to be, this is going to go the right way or it's going to go the wrong way. Or we're going to be able to achieve these goals or we're not going to be able to achieve these goals. But at the end of the day, the buck stops and starts with me. Yep. And I'm the one who's going to be able to change things or not change things based off of how hard I want to work or if I want to do anything about it. Yeah. And have the self-confidence in the, uh, I think that's another big thing too, is have the self-confidence that you can, that you can make the change and, and that you can reach those goals. Right. And failing is okay, as long as you get back up and do it again. Amen. Yeah. So I think as we close, just remember that, like, you know, we're here. We're making goals, too. So, you know, you're not alone ever, right? So we're, we're a community. So just keep keep on keeping on and keep trying to self-improve. Absolutely. We appreciate you listening in. Happy 2022. On to a new year. All right. See you guys in the next year. Oh, it's here. Let's go. Later. Oh, 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 oh.